We are holding uh, in the middle of, in the old books of Chav Gimel. <coughs> in the new books, we're on the top of page Lama Base. <coughs> we'll start from about four, di- four lines down from the top of, uh, top of Lama Base. Kshem. So we were discussing the idea of how, um, we are discussing the idea of how this Ava, at the end of the day, it's coming from the Kaychas HaGiluyim. It's coming from the Seichel, it's coming from the Midos, and it is coming from the idea of connecting to uh, the Ha'ara of Hashem, right? Which is no comparison to, which is no comparison to the idea of the Mahusva Atmos, the essence of Hashem. And what we're saying here is because the whole reason here is because we're talking about how Hashem is our life. And when we're saying that Hashem is our life, right, so therefore the focus point is on our life. And since the focus point is on our life, so therefore you can't be in a way that I'm going to do something that is not consistent with the idea of me being alive. So that's what it's, that's, that's sort of the concept, that's what it's based on. Um, and so therefore, in a certain way, it's limited. So what is it limited? In, in terms of the human being, it's limited because it's coming from his seichel and his midos. And it's limited to what he is capable of grasping, what he's capable of feeling. On the other hand, the target of what we're meditating upon is also limited because it's, we're talking about the way Hashem is uh, limited in the world, that the way Hashem is interacting with the world in a way that it, the world is getting a life force from Hashem. And then he says like this, Just like one thought <coughs> in relation to, a, to a, the essence of a person is considered like nothing. Because it's also totally nullified in comparison to uh, to the in a person, right? Like it says, Now what he's referring to here is this idea of um, what it talks about in chapters 18 and 19, and in particular, that's the basis, and then we go into chapters 20 and 21 of Tanya. And in 20 and 21, what we're talking about is the idea of how one thought, how with one thought, right, compared to and then we go on, or one word of speech compares to him. The, the analogy that he brings over there is with regards to one, words of, one word of speech. That one word of speech compares to all the words that a person has ever said, for example, or all the words that a person has potential to say, or all the thoughts, right? In, in other words, one word compares to all the words that he ever said is be'in aroch. But you could then say that that be'in aroch is a different type of qualitative be'in aroch in comparison to that one word uh, when related to the, all the thoughts that he has ever thought, or all the thoughts that he potentially could think. Again, there's no comparison. And then when you compare that to his Midos, and you compare that to his uh, Seichel, and you compare that to his Rotson, you see how that one word was really considered like nothing. So here he's using the example of a Machshava. A similar idea in relationship to one Machshava compared to him is like absolutely nothing. Because a person could think uh, unlimited number of thoughts, right? On and on and on. And all the more so in comparison to the essence of the soul that's inside of him. And similarly, when you're thinking in terms of this whole uh, frame of reference, 
that uh, that one machshava is not considered right uh, anything compared to the essence of Hashem, right? So Hashem's one thought that creates the world, right? In other words, that in relationship to the essence of Hashem is absolute nothingness. Like it says that you are before the creation of the world and you are after the creation of the world. And like it says, like we discussed in many places, the idea of I have a Hashem and I have not changed at all from before the creation to after the creation. Right? Because the whole creation is like no comparison compared to him. Excuse me. So this avoda that we're explaining in the level of so this comes from this meditation. But which meditation are we talking about? The meditation that we've been discussing for the last two, three pages. The meditation of how that one ray is right enlivening the world. Right? And how that one ray is coming into the world and having this whole, making the whole worlds be the way they are. So, so since the meditation is based on this one ray and based on this one energy, so then we have to say that the gilu that's going to come from it is also limited in that manner. Kapish? Good? Yeah? Now, this whole discussion was in contrast to really the beginning. Now, if you remember in the beginning of the Maimer, the way that we started talking about it, we were talking about the idea of Gvura and how through Gvura you could reach a higher level. We said in order to understand how through the Avoda of Gvura you could reach a higher level, you first have to start off by discussing the opposite of that. Not the Avoda of Gvura. The Avoda of, right, which is the Avoda more in the Kav of Chesed. So now we're going to contrast everything that we just said to a completely different avoda, which is the avoda of Bechol Meodecha. Okay? Now, the reason why, let's just, before we start reading it inside, the reason why Bechol Meodecha is going to be completely the opposite is twofold. Number one, mitzad, the fact that it's going to be coming from the etzim of my soul, in contrast to which came from my machshava, right, my seichel and my midos, right. So we're talking about the difference between right, the revealed aspects of me, right, which are my seichel, my intellect, my emotions. Now we're talking about the etzim of me, right. So point number one is that there's a contrast in terms of there's a contrast in terms of where it's coming from in the person. Point number two is that we're going to focus on a different aspect of Hashem. Whereas was focusing on how Hashem is, uh, so to speak, interfacing with the world in a way that is giving the world a certain highest in terms of enabling the world to be the way it is. Now we're going to go to a different level, which is the idea of Hashem, the way He is to the worlds. Got it? Good? Clear? Okay, so let's see, let's see it inside. Hi, Ariel. We're holding in the middle of page Chav Gimel and uh, the old versions and the middle of page Lamed Beis in the new versions. So he says like this, Abal Ha'avoida, the Abba Bechol Meodecha, the Avoda of Bechol Meodecha, who Bechines Mohus for Atzmus and Nefesh. This is a different story altogether. 
Here we're talking about the, we're working with the etzim of a person's soul. That is much, much higher than the revealed kaychas that are in him. So he starts by let's let's explain the contrast. Let's explain. Start with the marshal. Start with the human being. We see that by a person that a person has Baruch Hashem Seichel. He has midos, right? But they are mislabish, namely they're being enclosed within the person in a way of gilu. Now, what does it mean that they're being mislabish? It means that this element of the soul, which is going into me, is being able to go into a particular keli. Whether we're talking about the keli of Chachma, the keli of Bina, we're talking about the keli of my uh, emotions, my chesed, etc., tferis. We're talking about once we're talking about the concept of hislapshus, by definition, you have to say we're talking about limitation. Because the relationship between the kli and the or in terms of hislapshus is that the kli establishes the relationship. Meaning that what? That the kli is there to stay, so to speak. And therefore, since the Kli is there to stay, the or has to change itself in order to, or to say, let's say it a different way, it has to limit it itself in order that it should be able to become enclosed within the Kli. And therefore, by definition, you have to have a limited aspect of the soul that's involved in this. Because now we're talking about not the soul the way it is in all its power and all its vigor and all the way it is by itself in its etzim. Here we're talking about a situation of the soul, the way it's mislabish into a particular vessel, whether we're talking about the, a particular aspect of seichel, a particular aspect of the midos. That's also known as the idea of that it's begilui in the person. So the person feels it, the person knows about it, the person is experiencing it, the keli is experiencing it. That Therefore, you must say by definition, we're talking about a ha'ara from the neshama. Namely, we're talking about a ray from the neshama. Aval ikara neshama harehu nishayir lamayla. But the main aspect of the soul remains above the body. Is everyone getting what I'm saying? It's good? Clear? Yeah? And also, we're not saying that it's dafka in a state of makif. Right? On the, neshama that, on, the, on the neshama that's enclosed in the body. Why? Because it says like this, that we are, are so to speak, chabukam, from the word chabuk, to uh, hug, dabuk means the idea of like to, uh, to be glued to, right? Right? To you. So the etzim of the neshama Really, we're talking about a different level altogether. Here we're talking about a level that is miyuchad, it's totally united, it's totally one, right, with the atzmas of the Ainsof, which is the shayrish of the neshama in the first place. That's the level of yechida, the yechida of the nefesh, which is davuk, which is, so to speak, glued together, it's cleaving to, it's totally one with, the level of Yachid, of the Abishah.
Good. Everyone's got it. So we see from these last, you know, four or five lines, we see now we're talking about a different story altogether. Number one, we're talking about a level of the soul that is not mislavish in the body. Number two, we're talking about a totally different level of Hashem, namely the Atmos Mehus of Hashem, right? Which is, by definition, is not going to be mislavish, so to speak, in the world. Because mislavish in the world means, by definition, like we said before, mislavish is, like, like we always say, Rabbi Yassi Paltiel has three rules of hislapshus, which is three rules of gilui, same word, right? Gilui and hislapshus is number one, that there is a mekabel. Number two, that it's in the language of the mekabel. And number three, since it has to be in the language of the mekabel, there has to be a tzimtzum, there has to be a limitation on the part of the mashpia, of the one that's giving it. So this level that we're talking about now is not involved in the mekabel. It's not caring about in terms of that there has to dafka lower itself down to the level of the mekabel in order that the mekabel should receive it. That's not the level that we're talking about here. Right? So when this level that we're talking about all of a sudden turns on, So now we're talking about a whole different avoda. This avoda is an avoda of kalus nefesh. Kalus means from the idea of that my soul just wants to expire. It just wants the abishter. Now, notice how it's a very different style of avoida. Because what we were talking about before was a level of, I love Hashem because He is my life. So the whole focus was really on my life. Right? If I'm focusing on my life, then I need things that are going to keep me alive in this world in the way I am right now. However, this talking, this, this emphasis is on kalos and nefesh. Because why? It's not about that it's dafka has to be kalos and nefesh. It's about that I want to be totally united, one, with my source, with, which is the etzim of Hashem. And if I'm on with this etzim of my, of, my so, of my source, which is the etzim of Hashem, so then all of a sudden, by definition, I can't be alive anymore. There's no me. So if there's no me... So then it's, we're talking about a completely different story here. Yeah? The nefesh winds up becoming totally consumed in a way of expiration. To the point of totally like pouring out one's essence. Into, in, into, in the Eivishter himself. To the point that he is totally bottled out of his own Metzius. There's no him anymore. There's no Metzius anymore. There's no form of him in this state of being. That's the point. So we're talking about a completely different story here. This is a whole different Madrega than everything that we talked about up until now. You catching? You getting? Now, this is what it means. Right? With all of my being, with all of my everything. Right? Lushen ma'oid. The language of ma'oid. What does that mean? By definition, ma'oid means it's not in a. In a, a gedder literally means a fence or a boundary, but it's not in a distinction of limitation. 
To the point that a person is ready to nullify his whole form in an absolute manner. Because the only thing that's relevant to him now is his unity with Hashem. And if it's the only thing that's important to him is his unity with Hashem, then there is no place for him. You catching what I'm saying here? Now obviously what we're talking about here is not a, a level that is a constant level in a person. Right? Because it would just cease to exist. But the point being that this is the, the opposite, in a certain way, of the whole drive that a person had that we've been talking about for the last week and a half or so. Right? Up until now, what, what has been our drive? Our drive is be, to be a, a neshama in a goof, that the focus of the neshama in the goof is what is I want to serve Hashem in this world. I want to serve Hashem with everything that I have. I'm going to make good decisions. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take into consideration everything that we, we have meditated upon, we've talked about. Now I'm going to internalize it into me and I'm going to approach life as a godly person in this world in order to function in the world in a, in a way that is expressing this godliness. This is not what we're talking about here. Here we're talking about revolution. Here we're talking about a totally different story. Here we're talking about going totally beyond oneself that there is no you. So on the one hand, what we're going to be discussing, we have to, we have to continue weiter, is that on the one hand, right, this is what we said, that, that Gvura is in fact a much higher level. Because if you compare these two levels, this is obviously talking about a higher level. On the other hand, however, right, it's not a level that is able to be um, sustained. That's the key word here. And therefore, it's, 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 a different, it's a different mindset. So that's how we have to figure out now. Like, how are we supposed to juxtapose these two different mindsets? And what's the real expectation moving forward? Is it to be in this state of kalos and nefesh constantly? Right? Or is it to be in the state of, I love Hashem kihu chayecha? Those are the two different viewpoints. But we have to explain more about this. But we'll stop here for today. And um